Hello and welcome to Global Value. In today's video, we'll be performing a fundamental stock analysis of Camber Energy Inc, ticker symbol CEI. At the time of recording this video, Camber Energy is trading for just 54 cents per share. Year to date, the stock is down about 37%. Going back over the past year, they're down 24%. We can see that they've had these big spikes, most likely on news about the business, followed by these dump offs. It looks like over the past year, there's been this classic pump and dump type pattern. Going back three years, the stock price is down 99.8%. And since Camber Energy was publicly listed about six years ago, the stock has gone from $3 million per share down to $0.54 cents per share. So almost a total and complete wipeout here. And the business is now trading as a penny stock. So Camber Energy is pretty close to its 52-week low. It's about two-thirds above that, but it is down significantly from its 52-week high. The business has about 6% of shares outstanding sold short, and it is a $224 million market cap. So what does the business actually do? Camber Energy Inc. is an independent oil and natural gas company that's engaged in the acquisition, development, and sale of crude oil, natural gas, and natural gas liquids in Kansas, Missouri, Louisiana, and Texas from various known productive geological formations. The company operates exclusively in the onshore United States oil and natural gas industry. Its sales are made on a month-to-month -month basis, and the title transfer occurs when the oil is actually loaded onto the purchaser's truck. As of December of last year, its total estimated proven producing reserves consisted of approximately 74,000 barrels of oil equivalent, including 48,000 barrels of crude oil and 152,000 cubic feet of natural gas reserves. The company was formerly known as Lucas Energy Inc. and changed its name to Camber Energy Inc. in January of 2017. Camber Energy Inc. was incorporated in 2003 and is headquartered in Houston, Texas. We'll be performing an eight-pillar analysis as popularized by Everything Money, giving it a slight twist and modifying it a bit, but taking a look at eight key financial metrics to come to a holistic beginning understanding of the business based on its finances. So let's get right into this. So starting off with pillar number one, we want their average five-year PE to be below 22 and a half, and we also want this positive, meaning that they're actually producing earnings. Currently, they have a negative PE, and we only have PE data going back about three years. However, throughout this entire period, they've had a negative PE, so they have not produced earnings. That's an X on pillar number one. Pillar number two, we're looking for an average five-year return on capital to be above 9%. Over the long run, the returns that you're likely to make investing in a stock are going to be approximately the underlying business returns that a company is able to produce and this return on capital are those underlying business returns. In the two most recent years, they've done a better job here. This past year, they actually averaged about 11% return on capital, which is above that 9% mark. However, we want the full spectrum of the past five years, and when we average this out, that return on capital is actually negative, which means that on average, they're destroying value for each incremental dollar that's reinvested back into the business. So that's another X on pillar number two. So far, we're 0 for 2. Pillar number three, we're looking for five-year revenue growth. They have not seen revenue growth. Their revenues have actually fallen by more than 90% during this period. Their revenues declined from $5.3 million in 2017 
to just $0.4 million or $400,000 in 2021. So that's another X on pillar number three. Pillar number four, we're looking for five-year net income growth. As we saw by looking at their PE, they've had negative net income in all of these years. So in all five years, they've had negative net income. And last year, they actually had the largest earnings loss that they've had out of any of these years. So that's another X on pillar number four. We're not starting off so hot. We're 0 for 4 so far. Pillar number five, we want to see decreasing shares outstanding. When you purchase a share of stock, what you're really buying is a fractional ownership percentage in the underlying business. So when a company issues new shares and dilutes existing shareholders, they're decreasing that ownership percentage of the business that you own, which ultimately means that you're going to have a smaller portion of the business's potential profits that you're entitled to. That can be a silent killer for investors and something you need to watch out for. Just from 2020 to 2021, Camber Energy has diluted existing shareholders by 86%. So that's really horrible dilution there. And that's going to be an X on pillar number five. If you've been an existing shareholder for the past three years, you're entitled to a very small percentage of the profits relative to what that one share would have gotten you in 2020. So not a good sign here at all. That's another X on pillar number five. Pillar number six, we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. Free cash flow is cash from operations minus capital expenditures. It's this column here in green for the years that they do have capital expenditures. And then it's going to be their cash from operations over the past two years where they're not having capital expenditures. That could be just a mistake that Ticker's making. However, we're going to roll with it for the purposes of this analysis. And that's something that we can confirm one way or the other by checking out the business's 10K and actually understanding if they had capital expenditures these past two years. So we're looking for five-year free cash flow growth. Technically, they have grown free cash flows. They had negative $10 million of free cash flow in 2017 with negative $6.4 million from cash from operations. This loss has shrunk since then. They're down to losing about $3.4 million in cash from operations in 2021. So still negative, not good here but it is technically gonna be our first check on pillar number six. The second thing we wanna get from looking at their free cash flow profile, what's the average amount of free cash flow that they're generating over this five-year period? So averaging everything out, Camber Energy burns about $6.4 million in an average year. So we're gonna use that in our next two pillars. Pillar number seven, we want their net debt, which is long and short-term liabilities minus cash and short-term cash equivalents to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by five. So they have $16 million of net debt as of the end of last year, meaning that after they use up all their cash, they're still left with $16 million of liabilities. Because their business is consuming more cash than it's able to throw off, they're not in a healthy financial position to pay off any of this debt. And so this is a bad sign considering that they already have debt on their balance sheet in order for their free cash flow profile to keep going the way it has been, the business is going to need to raise money in some way that's likely going to be disadvantageous to the business, given their current financials. So that's an X on pillar number seven. So far, we're only one for seven. Finally, the big pillar of them all, pillar number eight, we want their market cap to be below their average five-year free cash flow multiplied by 20. So currently, they have a $224 million market cap. Because they're burning about $6.5 million in an average year, we're not even going to run this pillar. 
This one's going to be an X. The business is not cash flow generative, and so we're not able to have any sort of margin of safety on this one. Then just a final note, the business does not pay out dividends. So in summary, Camber Energy checks the box on one out of eight pillars. Technically, they only have lowered the amount of free cash flow that they're burning. All the other financial metrics for this business are looking like a train wreck. This type of analysis is just a starting point. It's not financial advice one way or the other. There's nothing that stands out here that kind of warrants a second look for me. However, if you're interested in learning more about the business, I'd recommend rating through that 10K, understanding if we made the right assumption for their free cash flows. In order to be a value investor and actually invest into a business, you really have to understand it inside and out and be one of the foremost experts on this business. You got to do your own homework there. So I, ha I have read a little bit about the background of the company. They had a short seller report come out last year. And then this year, most recently, they've publicly announced that their accounting needs some housekeeping. Their CEO is also the CEO of a business that they invested in called Viking. They need to clean up the accounting in Viking and how they're accounting for that investment on their own books. There's a lack of clarity and a potential that some shenanigans were going on there. This to me is really just a meme stock. It's seen its classic pump and dump cycle. Compared to some of the other meme stocks, this one might actually have the ability to produce its oil and gas production. It's not quite as bad as potentially some of them. But their financials are a train wreck, and I would be very skeptical of any claims that anybody makes about this business or anything that the company would actually say based on how rough shape these financials are actually in. So that's it for our fundamental stock analysis of Camber Energy Inc., ticker symbol CEI. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, and comment down below what company you want me to take a look at next. Thanks for learning about Camber Energy with me and have a great day.